0: OTB Sports Rugby. Don't just take it easy; keep the emotion in check. That's not what sport is about. It's about emotion. It's about singing your national anthem with pride.
1: Subscribe to the rugby stream on the OTB Sports app now. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. Anthony Moyles is with us to look back and try and make some sense from an interesting weekend of Gaelic football action. That. Um, Maybe later in the year we look back and go, Ah, oh, okay, that there's something started to emerge there. Um in terms of the list of things where you're thinking of, like are Mayo performing, is Kerry not performing, are the dubs getting players back? Is that more important than the fact that actually they still look fairly open and not quite sure of their identity? What's um what are your takeaways on the weekend?
2: Uh, where do you want to go first? <laughs> Mayo? Yeah, let's do let's yeah. do Mayo. I thought I thought you know, I, I, I don't think um two things. I don't think Kerry will be too worried. Um I think Jack O'Connor will be saying to himself, right, um with Cork, Cork are definitely a different outfit than they were the last number of years, right? So he's saying to himself, Munster is not going to be the cakewalk as it has been over the last number of years. So I definitely need my big guns back. They were way off at pace-wise. Like I mean, you know, slow. They need to quicken things up massively. Um, you could just see them. There was a there was a real lack of energy with Kerry in the first half. But you know, you flip it. I think they were seventeen four down at one stage, and then Mayo like if 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 Mike stay and I'm sure they will look at it. People getting all you know really enamoured about Mayo's performance. Yes, it was good first half. They cut them open, but Kerry were at six and sevens, um, really really poor. You know, really silly things coming out of defence and just hoofing ball. Um, we we warned last week about O'Sullivan, and I said, well, let's see if the mockers gets put on him, and let's see how he performs, and that's what happened the Mayo defence tightened up um, and I'm not saying like I mean it, it's a it's a hard harsh lesson for a fella to learn you know you get man in the match one week and then you get whipped off the second time and look he'll bounce back from it and that's going to be a measure of him if he can um, but they, Hessian was put on to, uh, Potty Clifford, and that was a good move by Mayo, so they got good matchups. They obviously recognised that, as, as again, as we spoke about in the last game, that Clifford obviously is the quarterback role, dropping deep, and they just put Hessian on him, and Hessian went everywhere, and did a really good job on him. So, I, I wouldn't be, I could see Max Day and the lads, Rochford was saying, you know, the second half, there was, there was spells where we were poor, because they went a long time, I think they went over 20 minutes without a score in that second half, uh, Mayo. You know, and they only kicked two fifties, and I think on one or two other points, um, so, Kerry brought on the big, the bigger guns. So, Clifford and O'Shea come on, and all of a sudden, there's pandemonium. <laughs> you know? So, obviously, they bring that quality, but you could see the rest of the players raise their games around them. So, the rest of the fellas are, you know, all of a sudden, there's a bit of energy in the team. Um, and even though the game was done and dusted, um, you'd kind of look at it and go, okay, now he's getting a bit closer. I'd say he probably only had four or five starters of a team that you would expect to be the All Ireland kind of team that 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 they'll push through in the first round of the championship.
1: Uh, even then, sorry, the like because notwithstanding the fact that they're going to have a game against Cork in Munster, mm. it doesn't actually matter either because after that we're going into then there's a round robin and in that round robin only one team in your group of three is going to be eliminated. So even then, even then, you still have loads of room to get to. Yeah. So the quarterfinal team in the All Ireland is still you know. 12, 12, 13, 14 weeks away he's got plenty of time to, to get those guys in and, and plenty of time get to a level where they're managing themselves I think so, and you know, they probably it, it it is it is the thing
2: of the season. When you go, you win your All Ireland, you celebrate. You go, you obviously have the club run that certain players had. Um, there's a hangover from it. You just have to get back at it, and then you have levels sometimes where you're trying to do an extra bit of work during the week. Yeah. So that, you know, they might be doing four or five sessions during the week, and you know, all of a sudden they're coming in. That's what the McHarders did
1: last year. We found out afterwards.
2: Yeah, and you're trying to give new lads runs, you know, and just sometimes it just doesn't work out, and it's and it's hard for fellas, because you're coming in and, and. If you're coming in, if you're a new fella and you're in with under 12 or 13 of the kind of experienced fellas, But well then you're saying, actually, I, I can show up here. But when you've got seven or eight, you know, we're not, you're not used to the patterns. You're not getting the ball that maybe some other guys would give you. Um, you're just, and, and the performance is just down. All of a sudden, then the usual thing is, you know, fellas get whipped off and, and it can be harsh. You know, it can be harsh on a guy trying to break in. It's much easier to break in as a one or two into yeah. a, into a season squad So look, I don't think Kerry will be, too worried. I think he has he has a realization that look, I need to get these back on the fellas back on the pitch now. I need to start up on the levels with regard to energy and fitness and da da da. Um, and I think Mayo would be wise not to get too far ahead of themselves because as you know, I heard your boys talking earlier on, Connacht is no cakewalk and the levels are being risen there in, in every aspect. So I think day, and them, they'll realise that. Um, they are finding some patterns, you know, and the O'Shea thing in full forward and dropping out to 11 is causing mayhem. And he, what he's doing this time is, He's, he's just he's just being a ball winner and he's just he's then able to take the hits and transfer the ball off. He's not even thinking about really turning around and getting his own score, which he kind of felt a bit of pressure, I felt, sometimes when he went in there before, that he had to get scores as well. Actually, he should be just ball winning and just laying off the fellas coming fast at pace. So, Mayo, but that that team, strangely enough, that team wasn't far off probably Mayo starting 15,
1: mm-hmm. I would feel, whereas Kerry were way off it. And it's no harm for Mayo, though, to get that level of confidence going early in the season they felt a little bit like they needed that uh, That those patterns of play you're talking about that Kerry will get later in the summer they've plenty of time to get to that may or don't really have plenty of time if they want to come through Connacht feeling good about themselves yeah.
2: Yeah, absolutely. No, they they need to establish it early, and they need to work on it early. And you know what? So what if anyone, if everyone notices they're doing it? Just just get it good. Have the pattern right. Have 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 a B. You know, a B, a B passage to go to if needs be, which they have because they can bring O'Shea out. They but but no, I think they may all be happy, but I, I don't think Kerry will be overly worried. Can you read any sort of template into how to beat Kerry, or is that reading too much into it? I, I think it's reading too much into it. You know, their half-back line was weak. Morley, Morley, they had Morley doing his usual plus-one role. Um, and what really caught them was, and you can see it from Flynn's man-of-the-match performance, was this kind of a late run where you're coming in off the left-hand side and you're coming in and you're cutting across the middle of the pitch to get a ball handed to you. So what's happening is the ball's not going in for Morley to intercept. But what's happening is you're playing the ball in front of him. So he's then having to step up. And it's a very, very difficult thing as a sweeper if you need to step up but a guy is coming at pace and at an angle on you because all you can do there is you foul him and you're you're gone or you're on a black card or you have to try to step with him and it's very difficult because you're obviously in a stagnant position he's coming at you at pace and if that cross is done really well which pretty much for nearly all of his scores if you look at it it was all a similar type of pattern he was coming in onto his right foot at speed a ball transfer to him very very difficult to stop and what you have to, how you stop that is you stop it at source. And what had happened was Kerry had dropped back, and if you notice the scores, Mayo kind of stood away from them and then came at pace. And they do have strong big runners like around the middle of the field. You know, there's no denying that. Yeah. And I think where they had that pace before, from from a deeper position, as in Keegan, you know, and and the lads coming from say half back or full back, even they're now having it more from their half forward line. Their half forwards before with McLaughlin lads used to be foragers. You know, they used to be mm-hmm. lads in behind midfield. Whereas now I think they're actually saying, Well actually we've big men and we've big fast men in that half forward line who can actually be a little bit further up the pitch and who can come at the ball and angle. I mean I'm, like if you've if you've a mass defence or even a block defence, if you've a fella coming at you six foot two, six foot three, with power and speed, there's very little you can do there. Very, very little. Uh, and even when he goes down with a tackle, it's generally free, you know. They'll have Ross Common potentially
0: to tend, contend with in in Connacht, and we've been—I mean, we've—I certainly have been raving about Davy Burke for for quite some time. He's uh, he's an excitable character on the on, on the touchline for sure, but whatever he's doing with Ross Common, it's working. Yvenda Smith, who's imperious yesterday, yeah. uh, Ben O'Carroll deserves a mention as well. But um, I mean, three wins from three—they're they're fairly unstoppable at the moment.
2: Yeah. Um I thought Armagh were, yeah. I thought, I thought Arma were poor. I thought Armagh were poor. I'd say McGeaney will be absolutely, he'll be lightning to them this week because they did things that is very ar- un-Armagh-like, mm. you know, kicking the ball up in the air, just giving ball away, being very sloppy, and again, a kind of a lack of energy, whereas Roscommon brought all the energy. Every single time a Roscommon man was on the ball, he had two or three options off his shoulder. Fellas running for him, fellas out in front. And we mentioned this a couple of weeks ago, Roscommon always had... Really, really good, silky forwards who could kill you on, on, on their day. But the worry was, were they doing enough coming back and helping out and the work rate and different stuff like that? And that would have been thrown at them a little bit. Mm. They had a young midfield. They had a decent kind of, a, a spine, which was young. But I'm telling you, they're, 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 they're coming of age. And what he has brought into them is a work ethic. And they are all working for each other. And whereas before, you know, when push came to shove, they may have just not made that run back, they're making those runs now.
1: I don't think anybody feels like they're guaranteed their position in the team. I, I, I'm sure he knows his first fifteen very well, but uh, he's not letting them think that they're guaranteed a place in the team, which is very difficult to do. You're creating depth, like, and all the the management teams talk about trying to create that. But he's legitimately you you be man of the match one week, you're not starting the next week, you know, um, and calling players out for missing chances after games doesn't happen very much, you know, casually enough. But yeah. uh, as I call it, um. So I don't know. I, but very, it's the right thing to do, Jeff.
2: Very impressive character. Yeah, uh, but it's the right thing to do because, you know, there's there's too much uh, in management these days of, you know, that everything is all, you, you know, it has to be, it has to be, the message has to be given in, 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 in a certain way and in a nice way so we don't upset. Like, I mean, these lads are as professional as it comes, right? So you have to take the knocks and you have to stand up there. And by the way, if you make, miss a mistake or you, 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 you know it yourself, so yeah. you put your hand up yourself and you go... Actually, that's my fault. But what was interesting yesterday, I saw Cox came on. Um, and I'm not saying he's not that type of player, but he wouldn't be a fellow who would be racing back. But he, he had a chance. He got turned over. Um, and his first instinct and I've, I haven't seen this in a while, but his first thing was to, was to chase back, and he chased all the way back, nearly to the cornerback position. Now, it was just a small little thing, but it just said to me, as a fella coming on, who probably would have been one of their main forwards the yeah. last number of years, yeah. was a sub, and is now saying to himself, oh, I made a, I made a mistake there. I need I to go back it. and chase. About. Exactly. Mm. That's, 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 a, that's a change in culture in the team, you know,
1: um, and you can see that through throughout the squad. We, like, we're not saying Ross are all island contenders, but we are saying that they're going to give... The the All Ireland contenders, they're fill of it in at least around Rob and maybe in a knockout game. Big that's time. what that's what they should be aiming for this year.
2: Absolutely. And I think they can play it either way Which you. know, they have they've, they've come up against obviously defensive teams, they've come up against teams in a shootout. They can if they get into a big pitch, they've as I say, they've plenty of space, they've plenty of forwards, they've a good half back line that can come up and kick scores. I like Doyle yesterday, midfielder, number nine. Yeah. You know, young man, but man, he, he 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 was getting stuck in. He 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 made some vital little kind of just... Certain roles that he did yesterday and certain plays that he did yesterday were just vital for the team, but can go unnoticed, like dirty ball winning, you know, winning, winning balls from sidelines where he had to come and win it amongst three men and, and, and fellas hopping off him and he was still able to stand off, stand up and win it. He won a few big kickouts when he needed to do. Um, so yeah, they're gelling really, really nicely. McGeaney, I don't think McGeaney will throw the toys out of, well sorry, he will throw the toys out of Pram. he <laughs> most definitely throw the toys out of the Pram this week. He's, a, he's a good few injuries, but I felt up front, they had O'Neill's number a bit, and then I felt they were very, very light up front. Our man mm. I was kind of going, where are the score is going to come from here? You know, Duffy had his four, but then should have given the ball
0: off as well to Grugan at one
2: point for a goal. Should have. They should have. They could have had one or two, but I still don't think they deserve to win the game. No, you know, I just don't think. They, I thought I thought they were a bit sloppy yesterday. It's all positive shoots. Like we shouldn't be surprised that Davy Burke would,
0: would bring breed success. He had, I know he had the All Ireland under twenties with Kildare and won a championship, I think, with Sarsfield as well in Kildare, and then gets into in cardy management, which is different, but. Mark McHugh in the backroom team as well. There is an importance there that y- you have lads in the backroom team that that inspire the team. Look, there seems to be positive shoots coming coming out of the trust coming backroom team. But um, I don't know. They're just it's the it's the way in which they're winning games as well, Anthony. We were talking earlier about the fact that you know they're three points down to Tyrone They score three second half goals. They score five the last the five last points against Galway as well. So it's the manner of the victories as well. I think.
2: Yeah. Well, again, that goes back to the the I mean, culture is, is thrown around a lot, but it goes back to the the environment that he has created amongst the squad. They obviously are all fighting for each other. They're all fighting for a place. So when you get a fella coming off the bench he's now going this is an opportunity for Mm. me this is an I have to come in here first of all I have to do my job second of all I have to try to excel in doing that job and third I have to try to get the eye of the management team and you're right about uh, McHugh you could see the emotion at the end of the game that was a bit more than normal that was you told me you told me what to do here yeah Burke tipping his hat to McHugh about obviously the rivalry, obviously he would know very well with Armagh, and it worked, um, and you could you could get a sense there, you know, that, that it was like we had a plan for this, and it and it came
1: true, which is which is positive. Uh, Dublin beat Cork in a topsy turvy game. They needed a last second save to prevent um, a seventy seventh minute or seventy eight minute goal for uh, Cork, which would have given Cork an unlikely and maybe undeserved. But at the same time, Dublin had this game home and hosed. Then had a man sent off, and all of a sudden, uh, Cork back in it, having already had a man sent off themselves. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know what to take from Dublin's performance.
2: Yeah, it's a strange one. Um, I, I, you don't want to talk about referees, and you don't. Want to, but uh, you know, I think I think uh, oh, 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 throughout the weekend, I don't know what happens. It's like referees are given a memo to kind of ref the league in a certain manner because some of the yellows some of the cards you're just kind of going Oh, Jesus you know it, there has to be a level of intensity in the game there has to be even for the crowd even for the players and when you're when you're filtering that out so much um, you know people say oh, oh it's really a championship pace now or oh, it's championship now it's tougher it shouldn't be that way like the league is as much and as important as the championship is and you have to be able to test yourself and there has to be that level of physicality has to be allowed mm. so not that and that's not even by the way about the Cork uh, Dublin game it's just, it's just throughout games yeah. that I watched over the weekend yeah. um, I thought Cork Cork would be sick um, I think they deserved something more out of the game um, when Maguire got sent off I think Dublin kicked four or five scores to go five up so they made hay you know kind of like the sin bin in rugby they really made sure they made hay and that was actually a gap that Cork then never really managed to get back yeah. themselves Um they probably could have had at least another two goals. Like Hurley was an unbelievable save at the end. But like the, the, square, the square ball. ball, which ball is never Square ball. You know, I know, I can hear you. Like, there's no need to ban the square ball because you've literally got. Yeah. Two sets yeah. of eyes standing within three metres of it who one could look as the ball's coming, yeah, you know, a ball, a high ball in. Just, just watch where the players are. It's not that difficult. No, it, you isn't. Know, it really isn't. But this um, <laughs> doesn't even go there. But I, 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 what, what Farrell, I think, will worry about, um, I think he will worry about two things. I think he will worry about that he has not yet got a forward to carry the mantle. Because Costello just isn't doing it for me. You know, he got a point yesterday. He should be, look, if you think back to Bernard Brogan or if you think back to, you know, the, 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 the last, the last number of years with, with Dublin that were really shooting the lights out for them they were always doing it in the league as well so there hasn't yet been like Paddy Adams to kick four or five points in that game Paddy would have yeah you yeah. know and Bernard would have got his thing Alan you, know, you see you're kind of relying still on Dean with the freeze you know Conn comes in and kicks a few Kilkenny looks a little bit off it for me he was very poor for the goal uh, where they where they transitioned the ball down the field he's actually ahead of uh, the Cork fella who gets on the end of it and he just can't get back you actually see him he just can't the Cork guy burns him on the inside and, and, and the same little Happened in the second goal um, because Scully did the same thing. He was ahead of the Cork guy. He sees it. They're all ball watching, and a ball comes in behind. So they're a little bit. Sus- I-, I think they're a little bit open at the back. Um, Hurley would gave an absolute masterclass yesterday, yeah. like a masterclass. He had Mick Fitzsimons in absolute six and sevens, and they're playing this one on one at the back. You know, they're playing. Listen, you have him. We trust you to have him. So they're not really like John Small is marking now, whereas John for the last time reviews used to play that plus one role. He's now marking eleven and he had his fill fillable powder I thought Cork were really really good they were electric when they got the ball up front their 5 and 7 are really solid The 6 is a solid player they have a lot of pace in the team yeah. um, and and they would be sick that they lost that and I have to say like the referee's decision at that
1: particular time Maguire's a big player for yeah. them he's a massive player for them and it probably calls and red again. Cards, which, I mean, the red the, cards so a square ball goal and the red cards yeah. and the Dubs as you say get the leads and, I, I know, I think and another back. ball came in near the end not too far with the other midfielder yeah.
2: plucks it he he, he was in the square but he jumps out of the square catches the ball now I'm not sure of a particular rule like, is the rule where you start I don't know but anyway he lands and it's a free and you're kind of thinking there was a bit of mayhem there that
1: could have yeah. ended up with a score and again it's tight margins You know, uh, is the fact that the Dubs get McCarthy back and Fenton embedded in the team after traveling, and then obviously uh, McCaffrey is back and looks like McCaffrey. And yeah, they still, they still managed more to like home. his
2: dad every year. Isn't <laughs> 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 I think, like I mean, you could see the energy levels straight away. Like James comes on, you know, throws himself about, gets a good score, yeah. you know, kind of stamps his authority in midfield. Uh, um, you know, McCaffrey comes on and instantly you can see the energy levels go up gets a score you know and again is is buzzing around the place and it is what they need they've, they i think they've missed massively that half back you know, the overlapping where they used to just come at that electric pace and yeah. no one could stick with them. And, and, and the, 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 the plays were set up that eventually there would be a ball over the top and they'd be just coming right through and goal. And of course, they haven't had merch in either for that really, really electric pace off the, off the, of so the wing. not panic just yet. I don't think so, but I think, like, he has tried a number of lads in that forward line, right? In that full forward line. And, you know, Pascal has been in there. I can't remember the lad who was in there yesterday. I think, um, McGarry was it um, um but they just haven't they just haven't gelled and they just haven't got scores you Derry, know?
0: Did Derry beat them on Saturday week up up there the way Derry are playing i mean it's it's hard i think i think the bookies have them as Ulster favorites already
2: they still have a few lads to come back. Paddy Small's yet to come back, yeah. you know, and Paddy Small um, is is and Davy Byrne will come back in, I would imagine, into that full back line. So you still have a few. Merchant will come back. See so you if there's three players straight away, like Paddy Small, bar injury. Paddy probably would have been view, looking at this league campaign as a real campaign to start setting his mark because he's left foot. He's different, you know. He can come in off yeah. the other side, but that is going to be a cracker. Like Derry, Derry are playing at a level now where. It's not even that they're playing unbelievable football, but they are just playing like a machine. They know exactly what they're at and what they're about, and they know their game plan inside out. Inside out. And if you fall into the trap, which they lure you into, they'll just eat you up all day. But they can be got at. They can be got at. I noticed like people are saying Mead were bad. Mead could have had three goals in that second half. Um, and actually, I would say Gallagher could sit back and look and say, actually, we were opened up a few times there. And if Mead had a little bit more composure about themselves, they could have had three goals in the second half. But you know, the game was dead and buried at that stage. But if you fall into the trap of giving the ball back to Derry, good luck. Yeah, uh, we can talk about Mead. The game pretty disappointing first half. Very disappointing. And that's what I'm saying. They like, fell into the trap. Yeah. And, and what they tried to do is they tried to replicate what they have been doing, which has been kind of working. But we mentioned it last week and we mentioned it or two weeks ago we mentioned it before. They were conceding a lot. So they were giving the ball to teams... And the, their defensive structure, I believe, is not set up yet, right? They they are one-on-one. They don't really have a defensive midfielder. And yet, and so they're getting opened by teams. Like Cork should have put 220, 221 on them. Clare could have had 17, 18, 19 points on them. So if you give the ball to Derry, Derry won't kill you on a shooter. But what they'll do is they'll just make sure you don't get the ball back. Yeah. Um, and what they'll do is they'll just grind you down. They'll get their scores. And then they'll set up. Um, and... You know, when it was kind of all done done and dusted, they then realised actually we probably have to run this ball. And at that stage it was too late. Yeah. All right. Good stuff, Anthony.
1: Thanks a million. No bother, lads. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar.